Uh, I have a friend that's starting uh, a photography business. Oh, he's no. trying to. Oh no! So I, so I, <laughs> Good I luck to, to that guy. On, yeah, I wanted to get your take on uh, advice or what to look out for, red flags or anything that he should or should not be doing. Or is this, you're asking me? Um, at, yes. Yes. I think so. It's a podcast. Oh, okay. You are no problem. To so, okay. So, any advice is uh, don't stop doing charity work as soon as possible. Okay. Like, don't shoot for free. Like pro because, bono type stuff. Yeah, because don't get me like wrong. Like exposure much, or whatever. I'm putting that yeah. in like air quotes. Yeah, There's no such thing as like exposure. You can't pay rent or buy food with exposure. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't. So, and don't get me wrong, Christian, as much as I, I love taking pictures of uh, you and, and your son, those are probably some of my better family, awesome. family portrait uh, sessions. But I learned a lot from that, right? Yeah. But I also learned not to, I mean, not to say that I wouldn't take pictures of your family for free again, but... You know, I definitely any like non-family members. I, I no, definitely... no. I felt very privileged uh, that you offered that, and I was ex- I'm extremely appreciative of that. And I do not assume that that's ever gonna happen ever to any like you know. Even I if know. it happened when before, you guys like I'm not together with the kids. I'm like, so are you guys inviting me with the camera? Because this would be freaking sweet. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. So, yeah. So I mean I'm 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 down with that, but I, I do get your rationale, um, and that's probably not even just photography advice, but that's just good freelancing advice, right. you know? Like because because the same thing uh, for me I I, I uh, did and I can if I want to again I just haven't lately, but I like I did a freelance you know uh, uh, computer programming, and uh, do I have to say computer? I don't know, it's programming, but um, so I'm freelance a programming. Ti eighty three, you know. What's that now? You can program my TI-83. I guess oh, that is a computer, program. right? Yeah, I guess so. So anyways, uh, they – yeah, like the in terms of the char- charging, like what you're going to charge, um, that's, that's something that you kind of need to be able to practice or, or like say with some authority and be okay with people saying no and <laughs> saying – yeah. I don't want that. You're like, no, I, okay, cool, I, good. Go I, I got a, I got a phone call today, actually, and they were like, "Oh, uh, you know, we'd love you to come out and shoot." And da da da. I was like, "All right, well, you know," um, I asked them, "What other things do you guys need?" They're like, "Oh, we just need some shots of this. It's going to take a couple hours. We'd really like some of this." I'm like, "Okay, great. Uh, where do I send the contract?" And then just like, um. This is a volunteer job, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know how you got my phone number." Like, yeah, it's like, you know? "Oh, oh, you don't want me." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you, yeah. "I'm like, I like, you know, I, I get paid to bring my stuff, to do my job, and to edit. Like, it's yeah. that's something I can't just start doing for free because once that gets around, you know, because the the thing the thing with that is is once people realize you will do charity work like that, it's um, it gets around." Well, you did it for this much. You did you did their stuff for this. You did their stuff for free. Can you do mine? Mm, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. can't do that anymore. Like I, I'm, and I I'm think in a part. In- would you say that you set a precedent? Like the moment you kind of set those rates, that's sort of the precedent you're setting from that point. So right, right. Um, it's you can you can wiggle a little bit, but you're not going to go to like orders of magnitude greater. So if you're going to do oh, a no. shoot, I, I'm going to throw. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I'm only going to give you what you're paying me for. You know, so it's, I mean, look, there's, I I definitely, you know, I think you're one of the big exceptions. Um, Other family members are also exceptions based on, but then again, it's like, uh, they're exceptions up to a point. And then like, you know, I've had family members ask me for like serious Photoshop work and I'm like, you know how much time that's going to take, right? Like I got to charge you at that, at this point, because that's a lot of work. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, it's one thing that I took the pictures, but now you need me to do like some, like a couple hours of post-production. Like what? Yeah. Well, that, and that kind of depends on the ask as well. So I think it's just a matter of, um, for, for, for the sake of your friend, uh, Alan, Mm -hmm. like just, just being able to stand your ground about what you're willing to do or not do. Mm -hmm. And then, and also, you don't have to be, and not being a dick about it. Like kind of be definitive and, and decisive. Is it'd be clear? Uh-huh. I think just yeah. So let me ask this: like while, while you were de- describing, it reminded me of this question. Uh, 
Paul, if, if you could like, um, if, if I asked you, do you have like a top four or a top five, like things that like greatest lesson you learned through starting your own business, like that you didn't know before you started, but you wish you had type of thing like that. It sounds get like that might be one of them, but huh? Get it in writing. That's a good one. Okay. Get everything okay. in writing. Like for me, if I try not to do anything through text, if it's an email or whatever, right? Like, yeah, you know, like for me, like uh, a lot of like I charge for the consults. Like, mm -hmm. look, if it's included in my price, like I know if I'm spending a lot of time just discussing the, the, the project with you, I include that into my hourly. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's mm -hmm. part of, it's part of the consult, mm -hmm. you know, cause creating a project isn't, you know, if, if you're making me creatively responsible for it, then I'm going to charge you for it. Like that doesn't come for free. So that's, so, the, that's like the initial, like the initial phone call. Let's say someone get, gets on your website, sees your contact info and stuff. And they're like, Hey, um, I have this event. I would like you to shoot it. So right. the next step would be you, you follow up with them and then uh, you would right. disclose whatever the terms so that, are right out, right so off the that, bat. That consult and the, the scope of the project, all that, all that time is already included in my price. Like for me, as a, as a as a wedding photographer, um, I know how many hours the average wedding takes from pre-production mm -hmm. to the engagement shoot to the editing, and then also day of, and then my prep work, uh, the you know all my intangibles, before, before, all the stuff that I have to pay for. That's all included. Be, so I have to make money on top of all that. Before you knew that that information, because you know you, you you'd seem like you've acquired it through some experience. Before you knew that, was there was there some wiggle room to your rates, or how did you first like initialize what? A your... lot of it. Don't get me wrong. Was trial and error because the thing is, yeah, is I, I would do say. a project yeah. and I would say, oh, it's this much an hour, and yeah. I'm thinking, okay, it's this much an hour, but then I didn't include. Hey, guess what? I spent two hours. Yeah. In email time, uh -huh. just going mm -hmm. over stuff with them, and then. Guess what? I have to come to my office a day early to make sure everything is prepped. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, is all the gear there? Yeah. Is is all the gear in working order? Has it been calibrated? Is it charged? Yeah. I do all that, you know, anywhere from three days to a day before. Yeah, because you can't you, know, you can't get I... there the day of. Oh, I found them like oh, I forgot the batteries, dude. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, or you know, crap. This isn't charged. We're not doing this. Yeah. You know. Um. Let's see. Uh, so what else? As far as all yeah, those things... hours. Mm -hmm. So, oh, all so, those so, hours have to be accounted for. And yeah. if I like, that's the experience is I've learned to account for everything. And now my prices reflect mm. that time. Because mm. if I didn't do it before, I, here's the thing is like, I would be editing jobs and just being like, I am not getting paid enough for this. Like I, it was just shooting myself. I was just in pain working on these pictures because I'm like, I've spent more than 40 hours on this, and if I take my fee and divide that over 40 hours, I am not yeah. making half of minimum wage right now. Your, your yeah. effective so, hourly rate is goes plummets because of right. those activities that were not considered. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, then you're like back in the so, day, or right, exactly. <laughs> so sorry, the more time can I can get off, exactly. The yeah. more time I can get off in the navy, the more I'm getting paid. Right, so, and then so now you have like a conflict of interest because you you want to get this project needs to be done like they want you to do it you intend to finish it but the but the but your rate doesn't reflect the amount of work that it took to right to get it done yeah and but also well, that's by probably knowing also that, yeah go ahead paul also by knowing how much uh you know how much to charge um it makes working it, it puts a bigger smile on my face. Like I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, if I just get this done in a couple hours instead of in four, you know, this is worth the money. So do everything you can to get this done. Like, yeah. it, 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 not only are you having not not only are you getting it done, but now you're having fun. Like yeah. you're able to kind of relax a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I said, all that is included in my price. So you know, it, I, I have to and, one, I gotta make money, and two, I don't want to hate the job. Like and I, I took up photography. That trial and error part, do you say that it took like a certain number of years or are you still calibrating or is there some kind of break even to where you're like, okay, I, I feel like I've trial and errored enough to where I'm confident that these rates and these terms are, are fair? Well, you, I think you really have to know your market too. Like mm -hmm. I know 
you know, in my area, uh, in my area, you can get away with a certain price. Mm-hmm. In 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 Texas, though, you might get away with another price. Yeah, yeah. With in 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 DC, you know, it it's different. Mm-hmm. And because I know in California, I think the in California the average uh, the average wedding is like thirty five thousand dollars right now. And if mm-hmm. you assume that two thirds of that's gone just in catering and the venue. You know, you're left with a certain amount of money, yeah. Um, and you are going to take a certain percentage of that. And if photography isn't their their uh, you know priority, then you know you can't really command certain prices. But if photography is a priority, one, you have to deliver a product that shows that priority, and two, you have to do it and still make money. Yeah. So, you know, knowing how to juggle that and how to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, Came with a lot of experience, and I, I will be the first to say I am. Um, I did was not granted that knowledge. I would not be granted that knowledge without my wife. My wife is uh, is a uh, a lot better than that than me, and I am very lucky to 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 be bestowed with that knowledge just uh, based on her being around. So you had a bit of a a bit of an inside track to some of that information. Oh yeah, well, I mean, the fact that she's a planner and coordinator, yeah. you know, I get to see the budgets. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, oh, so they have this much, and like we've started to find an average cost mm-hmm. that people were like hitting around, and I I float just above that, just above that cost, and you know, yeah. it's a very convenient thing to, you know, m- you know, my wife also throws in specials if you book me and her at the same time. Yeah. So bundle, you know, bundle package. That's more more incentive yeah and you know we we've we've brought on other services based on that so like yeah. with the rentals with the photo booth with flowers coordinating hair and makeup all that stuff if you want to package that in you know photography is part of that too so, so what I else mean, you got it's as all far as the same banner as far as the 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 photography aspect so you you said like no like no charity work and uh and get everything in writing um Know your, I mean, know your price. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. You got to know, like, you have to know. What if you didn't have Tiana? I, what, what would you, like, what if that inside track wasn't there? You're going to, like, you got to figure, you're going to figure that out one, mm-hmm. one hard way or another. And I think the, the biggest realization was knowing how much money I could realistically make as a photographer. Uh-huh. And then also knowing, like, how much I want to make. Because, I mean, for me, it's you know i split my jobs between nursing and photography Uh so it's like do how much do i want to really make off this okay so if i really want to make you know tangible number uh say i want to make eighty thousand dollars just in photography this year Uh all right if my average wedding cost is four grand well that's 20 weddings 20 weddings Mm -hmm. right but i gotta factor in my costs and stuff so in reality it's more like 30. Yeah. So Oh, so you're thinking eight eighty thousand bottom line then. Like you're you're thinking not revenue, you're thinking profit. Eighty thousand right. profit. Like you have to be able to do those numbers and really sit down and do the hard figures. Uh-huh. Like that's that's the that's where Tiana really came in. She really sat me down and we went through some spreadsheets and she's like, Look, you're making more money here than here. Cause I mean, you know, I was doing sports photography and it, you know, jujitsu didn't pay, wrestling didn't pay, boxing didn't pay, kickboxing didn't pay. They all want charity work you know like we'll give you exposure i'm like that's great you guys called me Mm -hmm. you know like (laughs) so you have the exposure i have the exposure so you know but with weddings um so would you say you you don't do those anymore because they they were like enjoyable don't you i mean i I would imagine it was like one of the reasons like that you that that, for me the enjoyable part to that was the access uh like here i am front court side or right on the mat and yeah. I have access to. I am in the front, unrestricted. So that's what I mean. You know, so is it something that you still? Is it something that you still kind of dabble in, or now that the business aspect has taken over, it, do you kind of like? Yeah, you, I used to do that when I was up and coming, but now I don't. I'm not. I'm kind of be up. I don't get me wrong. If if the price is right, sure. But mm-hmm. uh, weddings typically take precedence. You know, like uh-huh. I, with my weddings averaging right now at about three thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give up a wedding to shoot for 150 bucks yeah. at like you know at a boxing boxing yeah, match. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I I can't tell you how many times, uh, you know the uh, I, I've shot jujitsu and they're just like, oh, can we have all the pictures? Mm-hmm. We gave you access, so we want all the pictures. And it's like I kind of want to sell these, you know, to your to the competitors, and they're just yeah. like, mm, sorry. I'm just like, well, then what's my incentive to? to 
like I'm t- my pictures are better than your comp- like than everybody else's, mm-hmm. and that's what they're saying too. So, but like, I've, know, heard, I've heard something similar. Day, I've heard something similar about um, DJs, like wedding DJs. Apparently, like the wedding, mm-hmm. like weddings are not very fun if you're if you're like an up and coming DJ. It's kind of just more the work part of it, like trying to sustain your passion and your hobby like what they really want to do is kind of travel and, and get the exposure and stuff but when they do weddings i mean how many times are you excited to play like the funky chicken and <laughs> you know like the, the conventional wedding songs and stuff you know wedding vendors are a different breed and with every hello yeah yep. i got you go ahead you. oh sorry no you froze on uh you're free you froze on me um Wedding vendors are, are definitely a different breed. I mean, that's that's what they do. They can turn it on and they can turn it off, you know. And I think the ones that can't, uh, that can't turn it on, mm. get get called out real quick. Like they don't they don't survive that much longer. Well, and when I say that, that's like the work part of it. It doesn't not to say that they they're not good at their job. I just think that like for them, from what I've heard, oh, like they die inside. No, 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 like. <laughs> Like well, from what I've heard, it's just like it's uh, it's kind of um, they understand that this is part of how they're able to um, feed their thirst for um, maintaining that type of lifestyle. Like, like I've I've heard of like DJs to where like they're like if I didn't have to do weddings anymore, I don't think I would. But it's kind of it's 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 not easy money, but it's consistent. Like, um, and and they kind of they're they're confident in that they know. Um, it's more predictable what the clients and the customers are looking for, and they're more confident that they can provide that. So, um, like the the life of like a traveling DJ apparently is like very inconsistent. I mean, it's it sounds like fun and everything, but um, you you might not have two two pennies to rub together sometimes because you don't know where the next paycheck's going to come from. Where right for weddings, it's there's like a predictable market. It's seasonal. Like you kind of you. Like you said, you, you, the um, there's there's a uh, there's like a standard rate. There's a standard demand for what they can expect. It's it's a little bit more, um, just it's not. What am I trying to say? Like it, if if you make it sound like uh, like the going doing wedding DJing is like kind of it's like off-season training camp uh, um, i think for <laughs> yeah or or i'm um, like paying your dues or something like that and see uh, that's and that's that. like and, i said that's where i say wedding vendors are a different breed because club djs don't last as wedding vendors like because wedding right. D, like i can't tell you we had we had this one dj club dj and you know like one of the first things you learn as a wedding vendor is you you respect the ven the vendor like the uh, venue uh-huh. because mm-hmm. the venue can blacklist you can say, hey, that person's not allowed here. Mm-hmm. And this DJ did not listen and essentially flipped off the venue and got blacklisted. Wow. So it's like, if that's your attitude, you shouldn't be in wedding. You shouldn't be in weddings. Well, and that's the part that I, I think that you're, you said you can kind of turn it on and turn it off, right? So in my mind, like um, doing a wedding from the DJ part and maybe the photography part, I don't know. But it sounds like you're, it's more of like you're following instructions because you're part of this team of people that are trying to uh, provide this like beautiful memory for this couple, you know, for this family. But it sounds like um, for anybody that's aspiring to be a DJ and kind of, there's a little more creativity that they're looking for. And it's not really, they don't find it as much when they're doing weddings. If that makes sense, no, because no, no, Wed- wedding DJs essentially you can like you, me, and Christian could be wedding DJs tomorrow. You just have mm-hmm. to find the right playlist. Don't get me wrong, the wedding DJs I know very talented, uh, very skilled technically. As it's a as different DJs. skill set, it's a, it's a different, different skill set, yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for most DJs in weddings, not only are you the DJ, you're the MC, so uh-huh. you uh, mm-hmm. you're an announcer at this point, yeah. you know. And uh, you'll see some DJs that won't MC. Mm-hmm. And I, to be honest with you, I don't think they're as successful. But I've also seen, you know, um, with wedding DJs, uh, a lot of wedding DJs kind of minimalize the MC part because they don't want, they're not behind the mic. They want to be behind the turntables. And see, that's, but, that's what I'm you know, saying. I think that the MC part of it is not something that they really envision for their own career path as far as, far as being a DJ. But then again, like I said, the wedding DJ is their own breed of DJ. Like that's like a Chihuahua versus a Corgi, 
you know, like. So let's let's bring it back towards like the photo stuff. Then, like doing photography, wedding photography is its own kind of thing. And I think what you're getting at is that there are different specialties. So along with knowing your price, part of knowing your price is like knowing your market. But also part of knowing your market is like, well, what what do you want to shoot? Like, do you want to do photography? Um, you know, uh, like family portraits. Do you want to do landscapes? Like, do you want to do art fixtures that you're trying to, you know, sell or whatever, or, um, um, in galleries and stuff like that or events, um, right? Like they like, right. apparently that was one of the options too. Yeah. And so I think that, um, that you're gonna, you're gonna bring different talents to the table and, and hopefully they match up. It's not, it's more than just like, all right, having good equipment and then like being able to have, you know, composition skills, for example, like, um, um, I, I, I was thinking of like both the wedding DJs and the, and the wedding photographers, um, that there's probably a skill in also knowing like the logistics of the wedding, you know? Oh, like, so like I yeah. tell people all the time with, with wedding photography, you have today to produce, mm-hmm. you know, there's no redos. There's no, Hey, we need to slow down. No, this reception is happening right now. You're either ready for it or you're not. But if you are prepared, that moment shouldn't happen. Like you kind of have to like if if you lay the groundwork down, you, there shouldn't be too many surprises. I say, I say not too many, but you know you kind of you should have a general idea of the timeline. You should have that 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 time in your head, like the sense of time, and then there's also a sense of urgency. So you know everything has to be done as soon as possible because you don't know if you're going to have another shot at it, and you know especially. A lot of brides and grooms request like, you know, sunset shots. Well, sunset's about 20, 30 minutes. So not only are you, do you have to be technically, technically compliant, but now you have to be artistically compliant. You got to come up with your stuff and you don't want to do exactly what you did for the last one. You got to kind of put your own twist on it and it's got to be consistent. So, you know, with wedding photography, I always felt like wedding photographers are a different breed from the other photographers. Cause I, I talk to commercial photographers. I talk to sports photographers, talk to fine art photographers. Um, knowing what you shoot is definitely going to, uh, help out his business too. Because again, like Christian was saying, if you know what you want to shoot, um, and you can actually make money at it, then by all means, like stick at it. But like I said, for me as a wedding photographer, I still like shooting sports. Um, I still like shooting. I do portraits. I do headshots. Um, you know, I'll even shoot an occasional commercial now and then. So it's a testimonial, whatever, you know, what, but at the same time, um, I'm not going to ditch wedding photography, but it, it's, it's too much. Well, fun wedding for photography for you has become your, that's your, that's become your forte. So that's your go-to, right? So you're not going to ditch that necessarily. And also, um, you, you, I'm guessing like you, you understand for each of those different styles of photography or the, uh, those different types of photography, different things are being asked of you as well. So like certain parts, uh, you know, certain oh, parts as, of your as, skills as, that are going to come as out. As a wedding, as a wedding photographer, I'm half, like half of my job is just wrangling, mm-hmm. you know, it's, but the thing is, is by laying the groundwork to have someone else do it or have someone take that over, it lets me be a lot more creative. It lets me, you know, take care of the shots that need to be taken. And, you know, I pretty much have like a, like in my head, a checklist of these are the shots I need before I move on, you know? So, and that checklist shows up in every gallery I put out. So it, it really, I, how do you know if somebody, yeah, how do you know if somebody's cut out to be a wedding photographer versus not? First thing I look for is like, uh, just, um, general social skills because mm-hmm. as a wedding photographer i'm talking i'm directing the bride i'm directing the groom mom dad everybody now on, on top of that you have to be adaptable because sometimes hey guess what we're cutting the cake right now okay. so you need to figure like hey if this is the way you normally shoot your cake and your cake shot um you need to be ready right now and so not only do you now have to prepare but you have to execute Right. So, and that's on, on the spot, on the fly. And there's no, like I said, Hey, you now have 30 seconds to get all the shots you yeah. need. I'd be really curious to know if I was your client, because we see you in this venue right now. And despite how you are on this podcast, 
you do have social skills <laughs> that you exercise. Oh, I'm abrasive. And the thing, you know what? You know what's funny is I've actually been hired for being abrasive. Okay. So let me okay. explain. So that. so that's your. I I see. I thought you were saying that you your style is actually different in your wedding, but you're actually. No, what, what we're getting right now is kind of a, a sense of what we're going to get with the wedding photography <laughs> like, as well. It's very you know blunt. I hate weddings. I mean, I'll, I'll shoot your guys. But you know I hate weddings? Like, let me tell you I hate weddings. <laughs> All right, now go no, and be so happy. See the thing about the future. I, Smile. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had, I've had uh, clients of mine. Um, they've actually up front told me, look, my family can be very pushy. And they can be uh, very demanding. But I want you to know that and I finished their sentence for them at this point. I want you to know that your pictures come first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they, and I tell my, I tell my clients, you're, I don't care if your family's mad at me forever. I'm going to get the shot. And if they're in the way of that, I'm going to let them know real quick. Cause guess who doesn't have time to mess around? Yeah. So there have been times at weddings where I've had to kick people off. Hey, you know, you're taking too much time. See ya. And right. the bride and the bride and groom just look at me like, because this guy's either super drunk, he's not cooperating, whatever. And like I said, my client's images come first. I'm going mm-hmm. to get the shots. And if someone is getting in the way of that or they're distracting someone or they're not pulling their weight where they're supposed to, I'm going to get on your ass. I had no problems with that. And that's why some of my, my, some of my clients that hire me for all their other stuff too. So after doing their weddings, they call me up and I do their babies. I do their kids. I do all their family stuff. I've done their business functions when they have uh, business, like, uh, what do you call it? Like Christmas parties. I do their Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. It's because they know I'm not going to mess around. <laughs> so you bring another skill to the, t- to the game, which is basically a bouncer. <laughs> You're like, no, yeah, physically intimidating. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, like there was look, this one time I was shooting a wedding at Dodger Stadium and these Philly fans, they were getting, <laughs> they're getting in the way of my shots. You will smile. Smile, <laughs> smile oh my when gosh. you're flipping off these so, so, Alan, question for you. Uh, um, your friend who's kind of asking these questions, uh, um, do you do you have an idea? Like, what is their personality like? Or what's their... Are they oh, like Paul? Do, do, do they even <laughs> want to do weddings? But do they even want to do weddings? Uh, well, all I got so far, I mean, we're, it sounds like we're in the infancy of this um, business startup. So mm-hmm. um, that's why that's why I went to Paul because it sounds like relative to him, you know, he's Paul's got a lot, lot more tenure and experience and stuff. But um, sociable, real sociable. Um, abrasive, I wouldn't say so. So if they're hiring abrasive or not, they probably go for Paul. And, and not this guy. <laughs> okay. This guy's uh, more kind of go with the flow, um, polite. He's um, um, ambitious, I would say. So that's I feel like that's a good thing. Which that's well, what I. My first question to him is, what kind of photography does he want to? Like, because if it's if it's weddings, you there's like a certain like you, like I said, certain type of photographer uh-huh. that really I think really excels in it. Because you have to be kind of a rock star. Yeah. You have to be sociable. You have to be likable. And if if you can't if you can't socialize like that, it's tough. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I, I know plenty of photographers that aren't, but uh, I've seen rock star photographers that make a lot of money because they're personal. Personal, but yeah. And in a in a weird way, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like there's a connection between you having experience in like uh, the sports venues and kind of knowing how to work on the fly and and being on point. And I feel like it helps you be that type of wedding photographer. Because because like um, it seems like it's really fast paced and it seems like you are comfortable in a fast paced setting, where someone that's not someone that I feel like doesn't have that kind of experience that you do, that maybe they're not as comfortable in the fast paced part of the of the wedding. Does it does that the, make sense? Do you think so? When I meet uh, like the total opposite side of the spectrum, at least in my opinion, yeah. is the fine art photographer, uh-huh. where everything is like in painstakingly like it's arranged and detailed, and they have all the yeah. time in the world. Um, you know, there's no pressure except for to perform, yeah. right? And but their their performance, you know, their their art could take as long or as little time as they want. Takes a different know? type of patience, sounds like. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, so and they can really grind that out and really they have time to really execute those ideas. But for me, you know, and also there's different types of wedding photography. Like uh, I like to say that I'm a little more 
on the photojournalistic side, but I'm really trying to reach for more dramatic images because I'm finding that's what brides and grooms want. They want that really dramatic, moody, uh, heavy lights and shadows versus before I used to shoot really uh, photojournalistically. I'm just trying to capture your event. You know, I want I want to make sure like I'm shooting it like I would the, the newspaper. You know, I want editorial type of stuff that really captures the ambiance of your wedding. But now I'm do I, I want to be able to do that, but still have really cool dramatic portraits as well. Now, if if that's not what my clients are looking for, I I'll tell them firsthand. Hey, you know, I know some great photographers that really specialize in that light airy style you're looking for, or that vintage style you're looking for. That's really not my style, and I have no problem saying no because I don't want to disappoint someone yeah. about their wedding day. Yeah, so, you, it sounds like you're I can't more tell you how many times I've. It sounds like you're more interested in them getting what they're looking for is is and more than them choosing you. I right? I tell like, people that I tell people that my consults are actually me interviewing the clients to make sure that I can deliver what their expectations are. Mm-hmm. Because if I start talking to them and I know I can't deliver what they're looking for, I'll send them to my friends. I'm like, I know some people who would love to to do this for you because this is what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, my my biggest hang up like one of the things like pet peeves is when people will they'll come in into a consult and then they'll they'll show me an Instagram of another photographer and they'll be like, we want our pictures to look like this. And I'm like, you should hire him. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that why, guy, yeah. why are you here? Like if you know what you want and this guy has what you want, just hire him. I'm not offended. I want, if you're going to, if you want, you're going to hire me to do your wedding or to do any of your events. I want you to want the pictures I take because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. However, I also realized that by having another job, I am at liberty to be a little bit more picky about the jobs that I take. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a little bit of leverage there. Yeah. But like I, I don't like, I would say in the, I don't have to work I, for you. I think the, the, in the defense of the Instagram example, I mean, maybe that's them, their way of, of saying, you know, I, I really, the best way for no, me to describe it's, it's what I want sh- is it's what, for me to it's just one thing to show, show me you. an example of like a style, uh-huh. but then to be like, we want this exact shot. <laughs> we want this exact shot too. Yeah. Can you give us this exact shot? I'm like, no, I, I, I can't because that's that's uh, this photographer. Or at least you, could, you, you can't say like you guys. could guarantee it, right? Like you can't guarantee that. So you're just like, look, I'm going to be disappointing you. If no, you're I, I, also, that, so. I, also tell my, I also tell my clients, look, your event is a le- living, breathing event. You know, and if it's like it, based on what you're telling me, you want to spend this much time on photography of your wedding. I'm going to tell you, you're not going to want to spend this much time like I remember there's one client I told her, uh, she showed me a picture. She's like, I'm kind of looking for something like this. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna tell you right now, just in rigging alone, that's going to take me an hour. Now I got to shoot it in the middle of your wedding. Like I, I'm not going to make you happy. This is not like I could do this shot, but it's going to take time. Like we should probably set some time up to take this picture after or before your wedding. But yeah. considering all your wedding makeup and your hair and you know, the dress is going to be that day. I don't think that's going to work out. And if this is really that important to you, I'm going to tell you right now, you're better off finding another photographer. I have no problem saying that at all. I think that's the thing too. Like hesitant, if there's any hesitancy of to, to, to saying no to something because like you want to get the sale or you want to like try to please the client or something, but it's, it's, you're not feeling great about you're like reluctantly saying yes to something. I think is probably not a good sign. So like you, no, I, you, that's look, why I talk about it with clarity, right? You want to be clear of what you can do and more importantly, what you are not I, going to do. Just like with sales, I, I find that expectation management is a huge part of the wedding business. I mean, you know, if I can, I tell people this is, you know, during the consult, I tell them, so after the wedding, you know, it's probably going to be a couple of weeks before I get your pictures, if not more than a month, just because of the amount of time it takes to go through these and to edit them and to make sure everything is color corrected correctly. Um, everything is it's on point and it's to the standard that I want, you know, because I use my galleries as my marketing. I tell people, if you want, just go to my website. You can see my last events. I'm not going to like, I'll show you my portfolio, which is my best, what I feel is my best stuff. But if you want to see what I did last week, which is a representation of what I can do. Like the, like kind of the raw, like more of the, the raw, uh, like a more complete, like a uh, comprehensive of your collection of mm-hmm. your pictures instead of just like the best yeah. highlights of them. 
Yeah, because I think that's a little unfair. I tell people, yeah, I this is my portfolio. This is the style I like, and this is what I do. But if you really want to see how I work, like what goes on and what the uh, what the product is, here's my products. This is mm-hmm. the actual gallery that I delivered to my bride and groom. Yeah, you know. This, these are the types of pictures, and this is the way that this will be delivered to you. So if this is a product you want, I'll be more than happy to accommodate you. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if, you, if you're not really feeling it and, you know, it's, you're, you're kind of, well, I like this style better or I like this photographer better, go ahead. I, I don't want to disappoint you when it comes to your wedding photography. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, and if, if, say, for instance, the market says, Paul, your photography is out of style, then it's out of style. You know, it's either I change or I give up. So, you know, but I like shooting what I shoot. And as long as it stays marketable, then I'm going to keep shooting what I shoot. Yeah. And also, when you say change, you're not necessarily saying like you're going to pander to what other people want. It's more like you need to be open minded to saying like, am I am I willing to sort of genuinely change as as kind of an artist or as a photographer to accommodate the the style? Yeah, that's really, sure. that's the, that's the, I, you know, um, my mentor in photography would always talk about the struggle between the artist and the businessman because the businessman has to feed the artist, but the artist has to fuel the, fuel the product. Also, right? also I think there's, so, to me, I, I see like another struggle in like, am I in the, is, is my interest in photography for me as a photographer or is my interest in photography to provide uh, my clients, the people that are in front of the camera, what oh, they yeah. want, you know, like it's, it's another a, bit of a struggle, right? Because sometimes they're not that, always the same thing, right? That That's always a, 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 a widely debated topic mm-hmm. because as, as a, as a photographer and, and as an artist, you know, you can, you want to do your own thing, but yeah. at the same time, you got to do your own thing for the guy that's paying you to do your own thing. Yeah. And if the guy's paying them, you, right? <laughs> yeah, if the guy's paying you, doesn't want to pay you anymore, then you might need to reconsider or you got to find someone else who's going to pay you to do your thing. Right, right. And it, like I said, artist versus businessman, you, you still have to. Now for me, I, I like to say, I like to cater to my, to my clients as long as it's within my scope. You know, like mm-hmm. if it's out of my scope, I'll happily, I'll happily refer you to someone who can, mm-hmm. but if it's something I can do um, and you know, if the, the price is right and the timeline is right and everything else lines up, let's work. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if it's not something I can make you guys happy with based on any of those factors, then let me, let me show you, let me introduce you to some people that can. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like it's going to be some trial and error for your friend, Alan. And like, yeah. cause maybe like, they're not going to price it out. Right. And then they'll learn, like, I'm sure it'll be a very, uh, emotional experience was i was gonna say painful but it might not be bad but like you know well the, the, like, yeah, the, to me the trial and error yeah. part is what i got most out of paul's feedback and um specifically like it's it's important that you learn from your trials <laughs> so it's it's good that um you know if he happens <laughs> to listen to this or if, if i if i relay the message to him or something that you're, you're gonna go out there and you're gonna experience some stuff you're gonna you're gonna um see some stuff learn th- learn some stuff but um knowing what to look out for it helps to optimize the trial and error part instead of just kind of running around like trial 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 and then you come back and you're like oh i'm still kind of in the same spot as i was you know so uh i'd say a large uh large portions of my success uh, you know aside from my wife my mentor the guy that uh that kind of brought me up in photography kind of took me under his wing not kind of, he did. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, essentially a lot of his trials and errors, he made very aware to me. And he would also let me know when I was kind of making the same mistakes and kind of took me through that same mindset of, hey, I know you're doing this, but if you're doing this for this reason, you should probably stop mm. and reconsider. And so a lot of his trials and errors, like essentially I got to leapfrog a lot of those, uh, mm. a lot of those mistakes. Because just the conversation, the time I invested in in making sure that we got to talk and have those conversations, and you know, it was uh, very beneficial. Like I, I'll never, never forget the amount of time that this guy invested in me. So, so how did you, uh, how did you become this person's mentee? I he actually um, he's a wedding photographer and. 
I being uh, I was just as a sports photographer at the time, I was just really impressed with his work. And I was like, how do you get these images like this? How did you get this exposure here? How did you do this? And, you know, and but sorry, my, what I mean is, did you meet him like through your wife? Did you go to like some sort of conference? Did you cold did call you... him? <laughs> he was uh, he was a member of a wedding organization. OK, that that like my... a trade organization. My my next door neighbor at my old office, she was also part of that, and it turns out his office was in the same building as me and me and Tiana's. So then one day I just it's went kind of random. I was like I, yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, I want to see your stuff, and he sure. was more than happy to show it. And you know, it was really stoked. And you know, it. Uh, I, I did a lot of assisting for him. I did some second shooting for him, and just kind of learned the ins and outs of of weddings. So, and I, I did that with him for like almost a year and a half before I, before I picked up a camera and shot my own wedding. Second shooting sounds like a pretty good idea in terms of just to see whether you're cut out for the work, the grind of it. I tell people uh, if they uh, want a second, sh- if they want a second shoot for me, you have to start out as a third because I can't rely on you as a second yet because my oh. second still provides me with images. No, so, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm ignorant. Sorry. I didn't even know there was a third. Sorry. So <laughs> I just third, meant like not the primary. Fourth, and I've also I've also just relegated some people that I'm like you've never shot professionally or you've never done anything with a with pro, pro, pro gear. I make them be my assistant, just mm. so they can see what I, I I've I've taken a lot of people on as assistants just so they can see the workflow of a wedding, see how fast paced it is and what those time constraints can do. And within like two weddings, they're just like I've had a lot of people just go, "This is not for me. This is too. This mm-hmm. is too fast. This is." This is a lot of pressure and, you know, you got to deliver. You have to deliver. Yeah. Alan, your friend, does he have a, a like experience already or is, does it sound like it's something he needs to get, you um, know, some experience under his belt? So that would be a, a way to do it. Yeah. Well, the experience as a whole, definitely. Um, but there, there's, it, it wouldn't, it's not the first time he's picked up a camera. I mean, that's what you're asking. So. No, no, but, but to shoot in a, in a professional uh, facility I, yeah i i think so i mean my i'm guessing if he's if he's considering starting a business for, for by himself I'm, I'm thinking it wasn't just out of the blue so i think there's there's some, there's some <laughs> i guess i don't there. i don't know your friend that well so i wouldn't i wouldn't give him that much credit i guess i don't know so, yeah, <laughs> so, for, you know what though i'll tell you i i can't tell you how many like the photography market is pretty saturated uh-huh. and there's a lot of people who um you know and this is gonna sound really harsh but and I get shit for this all the time. But there's a lot of photographers who have no idea what they're fucking doing, and it's scary because I've seen the kind of product they put out, and most professional photographers wouldn't release those images, let alone give them to a client. Like, ooh. is there is there like and, a is it like a sanction or like some kind of gold standard, some kind of like like a. Like in jujitsu, they have the IBJJF, right? Like somebody that says that you're accredited, you know? Is there anything like there that is, for photography? But it's also, this, is, this is the one thing with photography is that since everything is subjective, uh-huh. you know, and your clients are, you know, you're appealing to your clients and you're appealing. Like I've had, I've had guys that I've, I, I, there's guys I know where I was looking at their photography and I'm like, this is out of focus. This, there's no composition here. The lighting is off. Um, why do you like this image? You know, it's a, it's a picture of a hot chick, you know? And they're like, well, this, this and that, and this and that. And I'm like, okay, but aside from the girl being in the pictures, there's nothing in this image, mm-hmm. you know, like, what are you doing this for? Like, this is not a clean image. Like, how are you going to give this image to somebody and expect them to pay for it? You know, cause it's not, but if, if he can get someone to pay for it, good on him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But that's the that's the one knock with photography is anybody who has a camera has just become a photographer. And if they can sell it, they'll sell it. Well, it's like anybody with a paintbrush is an artist, right? I mean, so like not not all artists view art the same way. And it sounds like photography is something like that where like you could see this up, uh, like some piece of crap portfolio where somebody else might be like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I'm going for. Or apparently the person that created it is like, this is what I'm going for. Oh no! I've seen some. I've had people ask me to review their portfolios, and I'm I appreciate the effort, you know. And I'll give you some notes, but it's it's sometimes it's painful because I'm just like yeah, but it's painful like, for you, right? I mean, th- and that's that's what well, that's no, what I'm getting it's at. Like because like, it, like, unanimously, is it going to be painful? I mean, 
Well, here the, the he, at it like at their at at certain levels, yes. Mm. You know, because you know you like if you hand an image to you know five five wedding photographers who are you know eight to ten years deep, and that portfolio, like we're pretty much all going to look at the portfolio and have the same kind of comments. And that was my point, yeah, because you, know? you cause you were saying they're kind of all over the place, but there is some consistency to what you can kind of look for or or look out for. Um, when you're looking for certain pictures, the big, right? The big ones is like for photography. For me, it's is it focused where it's supposed to be focused, and is it lit where it's supposed to be lit? Mm. Like those, like if you can't control those as a photographer, you're going to have problems. That's the that's the meat and potatoes of uh, yeah, photography. You, it's it's tough to be a photographer if you can't control the light. Yeah, and you yeah. can't control the focus. <laughs> and i would say like like rules rules can be broken but if the, the picture looks like it was broken the rules were broken unintentionally then that's not a good sign because there's a difference there too like you'd be like oh this rule was broken but i can tell like it was actually intentionally broken yeah right. makes it kind of a bit more you know and i'm, I'm thinking obviously i don't have as much experience as as, as paul but i mean I, I feel the same way about like you know if a certification of some sort or some sort of qualification for for photography because it's so subjective um even if it's even if a certification is out there i don't know how much it's worth you know is it worth its weight in paper well and yeah that was that's what i was kind of getting at i didn't know if like again back to uh jujitsu if how do i trust that this guy's a black belt like if you're let's say paul if i think that you're like a black belt in photography right I would say I'm like a high purple. Okay, so photographer, right? But like, uh, there, so there's probably photographers out there, and I, I I know this for sure with DJs that they probably feel like they're black belt DJs, and I've heard feedback from other DJs that they're not. So I don't know if, the, right. if, if photography was the same way. I would imagine that it is. You know. Well, the thing is, is like that's the that's the the you know this is the the knock on photography. It's like I said, everything's subjective. Yeah. Are they getting yeah. paid? Uh, for me that's, that's I like, think that's the main that's the that's main, the main thing. Are right you there. Get, are you are you getting paid to do your work? Uh-huh. And do your clients like your work? Uh-huh. Like if it's one thing to be successful but then it's also one thing to have longevity within your within your career path. It's like yeah, if I can get my clients to to buy into my wedding photography, great. But if I can get them to buy into my my photography to where they're using me for everything else too, I to me, that's my mark of being a successful photographer because now they trust me to deliver every single time, and I do deliver every that's, single yeah, time. Yeah, I, I I see you, but I'm, I would I would uh, I would raise you the idea that as a wedding photographer, I think that um, there's a possibility that some of your clients, because it's the because the idea of a wedding is is more like a once in a lifetime or maybe two or three times in a lifetime thing for some for some people like i don't know how much homework they're doing as far as crediting their own uh uh contract the people they contract out as photographers you know like so, so uh, i i tell a lot of my clients do your homework like and at the same yeah. time like well, uh, a lot of, but you know, i'll if, tell you right if, now a lot of the wedding a lot, a lot of the clients they sometimes they do sometimes they don't just because you tell them to do their homework doesn't mean they're going to do it you know no and and that's and i can tell who is and who who, who is and who isn't yeah you know and again I, a lot of it is client management because i'll ask them like hey you know what kind of pictures do you like you know uh-huh. do you follow any photographers and just based on their answers or what they show me you know, yeah. unless they're saying I need this exact shot from this Instagram photographer, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if they're yeah. like, I like this style, then I can kind of get the gist of what they're looking for. And uh, again, if I don't feel like it's within my scope, yeah, I, you know, no problem. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to do what I enjoy doing without it becoming a job that I don't want to do. Right, right, right. But you, and you, I tell you, my, I, you know, what, you, you understand my point though. Like if, I think if you were, let's say if you were working for like a, a wedding coordinator or something that like that it. like a wedding coordinator like your wife well you don't work for her right no. but but yeah if you were working and probably yeah maybe that is the answer i'm looking for but it sounds like your your exposure with among other photographers is uh you have like the upper hand because you have your wife where if you didn't have her or somebody like that then basically every couple is just a new couple that's going to have this wedding and they've never had one before. 
And so maybe even the idea of hiring a photographer might be new to them. Like, I wonder how many clients you have if, let's say, you have 100 clients. I wonder how many of those 100 clients you have that you were the first photographer they paid. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so are my clients knowledgeable enough in photography to recognize that I provide good photography? Yes. Yes. Compared yes. to... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's honest. Yeah, and and I don't know how relevant it is. So here's here's the thing. Like I've had. So that's really what I was getting at, right? Because if you you go to like your your uh, sports venues or your commercials or something, they've probably paid photographers before, right? Right. But but your but your 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 couples might not have. You know. No. Okay. So let let me answer that. Uh So um, obviously, this is the first time a lot of people have hired a wedding photographer. They don't Uh know what to look. They don't know what to look for. Yeah. Um. They don't. All they know is that they like the images that the photographers already put out. Okay. And that's usually the most important that's, thing. That's pretty much now, enough, right? That's enough. However, yeah. I've also had, don't get me wrong, I've taken these these gigs too, especially early on, is I'll ask them, what's the most important thing about the photography? The price. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I happen to come in lower. Yeah. But after after some time... I've learned to see those clients and go, look, I'd rather you be happy mm-hmm. than pay less mm-hmm. or pay someone dramatically less and still be happy. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to charge you what I'm going to, I'm not changing my price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to tell you right now, I'd rather you be happy. Mm-hmm. So, and I've had this conversation with many a client because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want, like if you're hiring me just because I'm the cheapest, I'm going to charge you more. yeah you're setting yourself up for disappointment basically yeah because because if i'm gonna make you disappointed i'd rather make more money off of it yeah like (laughs) i i I want i want you to be happy with your like if if wedding photography isn't the highest priority on your list Mm -hmm. i understand because Mm -hmm. look for me my wife it was the food (laughs) i think we spent 100 bucks on our photographer in bali so i think like five dollars on the hair and makeup i think I think so, for I think for you it was the food. It's <laughs> like, the food. No, it's and like, that's the thing like is you, you average up for every for the, both of you. <laughs> I I have really loved there's there there have been clients that I've had where they're like, to be honest with you, Paul, food is our biggest thing, and that's why we hired you. Uh, we saw your food pictures and we want those pictures too. The food pictures. Yeah. So of course during their wedding day, I'm in the kitchen. Snap, snap, yeah. snap. Because that I know yeah. that's what they want, and that's what I'm already delivering. They're yeah. big fat foodies. Let's mm-hmm. hook them up, you know. <laughs> and that's the thing is like when I see when I get clients that they they show me stuff, and I'm like, that's going to be really tough to do on your wedding day, or that's really high fashion. I really don't shoot high fashion that well. Um, if this is the most important image that you, that you're looking for, I can I have a couple other photographers that will knock your socks off, but it's not me. 